What up, y'all? This is Mish. Welcome to Millennial Love. Oh my gosh, so I've been dying to tell y'all about these new flats that I have been wearing called Rothy's. Listen, first of all, they're hella comfortable. They come in like all the colors. I got a blue pair, like a blue python pair, and it's bomb. Nice. I, like as soon as I wore them to work, I got like 10 compliments in one day. Really? Very, yes. Nice. Like literally people were stopping me like, where'd you get those from? Like no lie. And they're really, really comfortable. They're durable. They're machine washable. Absolutely. So if you got stank feet, all you got to do <laughs> is take the stole out and put them in the washing machine. Right. That's it. What color did you get, Mish? I got green. And they're so cute. I can't wait to wear them. You know, like after work, you can still wear them to mm-hmm. a little happy hour because mm-hmm. they're super cute. Yeah. Very cute. And, and there were comfy. like hundreds of colors to choose from. Yeah. yeah. That was awesome. My sister got the leopard print point toe flat mm. and she loves it. Yes. I got a point toe also. I did too. Yeah. But low key, I want to get the loafer too. Because I feel like the loafer is another transitionable shoe as well. Correct. From correct. like night to day. What I, look, what, I, what I like about it is that when you look at the shoe, it looks like it's very durable. It looks like it's not going to rip. It looks like, you know, you can throw it in the wash and it's literally going to come out looking the way you have it. So have you guys washed it yet or no? No, not yet. Okay. No, but they feel like foam, like when you put your foot in. Oh, that's a good feeling. Yeah, it's an amazing feeling. And also, like, as you were talking about the colors, they update their colors like every two weeks. Really? So they get new colors and new sizes every couple of weeks for different seasons. Some Some of the colors, of course, black. And brown stay, but they bring a lot of new hip and stylish colors. Huh. I hate the word hip, but I just used it. <laughs> Shout out um, to the flats. <laughs> and also, um, you know, just for our Millennial Love listeners, if you type in the code LOV3, you're going to get free shipping on any pair of Rothy shoes. That's the flats, the pointed toe flats, the loafers, and also any color. Um they're just a bomb. I'm not going to lie. I wear flats to work all the time, and these have become my new faves. Absolutely. And if you have to, you know, walk when you're at work, down buildings and going through the hallways, this is an amazing shoe that's going to be comfortable. It's not too tight, so you'll definitely love it. So it's a no-brainer. The shoes are comfortable, stylish, and they're sustainable. Plus, you get free shipping. All you got to do is go to rothys.com. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S. Dot com and enter the code LOV3 to get your cute shoes with free shipping. And if you need to return them for any reason, but you won't because they're the bomb, maybe to get a different, a different color or a different size, that is also free. Nice. So well, Shout out to the your, flat. Go on and get your Rothy's flat. <laughs> and go on and get your blessing. Promo code LOV3. Free <laughs> shipping. Get this deal while it lasts. Yay. <laughs> what up? Hey, niggas. this is for the niggas strictly for the niggas y'all i heard that like i was playing that song last night and i was like wait this is where this is where they got it from the real niggas 
This is Mish. This is Cardi. And this is Justan from Jamaica. <laughs> you ruined it. <laughs> you really ruined it. Oh. No, I'm kidding. Justan. I added some Caribbean flavor to it. What well, is this episode 70 something of Millennial Love? I think it's 74. Four? Yeah. 74. Okay. 74. <laughs> A Millennial Love where we discuss sex, love, and how we are selfish, selfish. AF. Shout out to everybody that follows us on social networks. Yes. Uh, definitely been getting a lot of traction on Twitter. If you listen, make sure you hashtag ML3. Hit us with the coin on the Cash App on the PayPal. We appreciate it. We got new mics. Now we're about to get stands. Okay. Shout okay, out. Nigga. It's lit. Okay, child. nigga. You can't tell a nigga nothing because we got mics, nigga. We can't tell have, us nothing. We ain't got no stands, nigga, but it's okay. It's okay. Our fam <laughs> has been supporting us. The Millie Love crew, we love y'all. Shout out. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I, <laughs> what the fuck was that? Shout out. <laughs> oh. Well, speaking truth. of shouting out at like the most wrong time, did y'all hear about Brandy kind of like shading oh. Monica at Essence Festival? I did hear Well, wait, what she, wait, she, what, where she, she was at Essence Festival, right? Mm-hmm. So apparently she was singing The Boy Is Mine, and towards the end of the song, she was like, the song is mine. You know what, Brandy? Girl, your edges are dead still. Leave Brandy edges alone, please. I'm just, honestly, like, why are you shading somebody after, that song is 20 years old, damn near, and you're still shading Monica? Obviously, you have an issue. Like, Uh, get your life together, like. This is you see. This is this is this is why going to therapy helps because shit doesn't come up like old shit don't just pop up in your life once you really settle it with yourself. And to me, Brandy's been letting it fail. Yes, she has. Baby, let that out. Get that out. You gotta let that go. You know what I'm saying? Let that hurt go, baby. At some point, you cannot you cannot allow jealousy to. At least sink deep within you because it's going to come out. What's she jealous of, though? I think for like when they were hot, I think a lot of people favored Monica just because. I don't think so. I Me thought Brandy was way more popular I didn't in say the that 90s. She was popular. I'm just and she saying. She had TV. She, but no, she, more popular, I think. I thought. Even like when that song was going on, Brandy was at the peak of her career. Monica, I think, was too, but not at the pinnacle. Brandy had reached her pinnacle at that point. And then Monica declined. Agreed. And and Brandy kept going, but then she also ended up declining. I mean, you but, know, you hit people on the road and yeah. they don't survive, then yeah, you're gonna Listen, off. Oh, no. That's what happened. Oh, my God. I wasn't that. thinking about that at all. <laughs> but they say Monica. Like, clap back a little bit. Well, she posted a picture in Monica's she said, unique fashion. Mm-hmm. What she did she say? She didn't say anything, but she, said, she was squatted. Strap. Yeah, she was squatted with, like, a bunch of guns. It was just real Atlanta. Wait a minute. It was, it was like, really Atlanta hood and black. So. Squatted with hella guns? Yeah. yeah. I need to find this photo now. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute. Was it on her? What did she post it or was it on her Instagram? She posted it on her Instagram. It's like three different pictures of her squatted with guns. It's a gun, a big A AR 15. Yeah. 
Well, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> she was serious. And then she used 50 Cent's little line, get the strap. I'm over them. Like, they're old. Like, just go, like, just. It, old doesn't even have anything to do with it. At this point, like, they're losing their sauce. Like, they're becoming lame now. Yeah, and I mean, like, Monica, they, it's, I don't understand why Brandy was jealous of Monica in the beginning. Now, Monica has obviously settled in her life and, you know, is well off. But, Brandy, why was you tripping with that girl? Listen, Brandy will always have a special place in my heart because her mom went, uh, attended the Southern University and in college. So, she's always going to be good in my book. She did. But, apparently, according to. She's your soror. <laughs> what? Carl? Carl. Who? Brandy. Brandy's AK? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Had no clue. Is she honorary? Yeah. Oh, then she. <laughs> that girl, that girl, fucking K. You gonna let that girl be a fucking K, huh? <laughs> Anyways, apparently. Okay, so listen, according to Forbes, Beyonce is the highest earning female artist of all time. <gasps> really? Yes. So Beyonce apparently made $793.5 million. The person who is in second place is Taylor Swift, and she made $658 million. She ain't even like on par to touch Beyonce. Um, for me, that's pretty like that's a substantial amount of money just for being an artist. 79, wait, 793.5 million dollars that girl's a billion dollars just on her own damn near that's amazing so shout out to queen b um she just takes our money i mean she's always gonna take my money (laughs) i've already been talking with it about with the lord and he's okay with it so she can just have my my money (laughs) Um, go ahead b go b and um i know uh, oh ape shit beyonce and jay-z ape shit they were nominated uh they're one of the nominees for video of the year so we're gonna see really yeah like at where mtv mtv yeah so i think think they're they're, um nominees for at least several awards i think mtv just wants them to be in the building um but that's dope yeah that's good anything else guys that y'all want to talk about Mm. virgo season coming up (laughs) Virgo season is creeping oh, up. Oh, Kimmy so Show took out her butt, y'all. She did, and she looks great. She looks way, she looks she so looks good. She looks so good. Like, I mean, so good. Just naturally beautiful. She looked a whole mess, though, on that video. Stepping. Just stop, girl. Yeah, she don't know how to dance, though. No. I said, But what? she's your sorority sister. This is true. <laughs> She and Anyways. she let and she let y'all know I was a Delta and I crossed. I was like, okay, girl, <laughs> <laughs> I crossed that V, whatever she went. Damn you. Oh. Yeah, but I'm I'm happy for her because she seems to be like happy with the results. Yeah, like she's happy that it's off because she said it was like weighing on her legs. They was hurting. She looked a freaking mess. She looked like an ant for sure. She looked a freaking hot. Mess. Well, shout out to K. Michelle for getting rid of all that silicone in her buttocks. That shit looked foreign and faked any fucking way, so I'm <laughs> glad she took that out. Um, and I hope none of you hoes go on and get that shit. Just do some squats, keep it cute, tighten up them abs, and I promise you, you're going to look like you have a booty. Either way it goes. You got it. Why? Somebody asked me the other day why I say shoddy so much. Because I lived in Atlanta, nigga. Oh my oh god! Okay. Good night. Okay, so, so I guess you all you say. Now nah, I'm talking about too. Also, nah, I'm talking about 
That's more Houston, though. No, I'm talking about. Nah, the, nah, no, that's, that's Atlanta. Atlanta. They said that in Atlanta, too? Yeah. That's straight up T.I. all day. Uh, well, guess what? Our... <laughs> <laughs> that fake laugh was... Uh, <laughs> what was that? I don't even know. I'm still hot. Y'all, we just went live before we started recording, and yeah. I was up here with this lion mane on my head, dancing around, and I'm still hot. So One I'm more thing before you go, before mm-hmm. you move to the self care tip, I want everyone to go and watch Love Is on Own. It's such a great show. Um, I don't. I know that y'all probably haven't watched it yet. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Apologize. Oh my God! Justin is on Twitter after dark. Who do you follow? <laughs> and he's continuing to watch <laughs> it. Okay. Um, <laughs> yes. Please go and watch Love Is on Own. It's a really, really, really dope show. It talks about it. Pretty much uh, mimics uh, what's her name, Marai Mar- Mar- Brock Akil. Mara. Mara Brock Akil. Mm-hmm. She was the writer for. Uh, being Mary Jane, The Game, Moesha, Girlfriends, um, and it's just pretty much mirroring her life, but it's so, so, so dope. I think it's good because it reminds me of like a modern day Love Jones. Mm. It's just extremely dope. So y'all definitely go check it out. Yeah. Love is on OWN Network. Awesome. Well, one of the people that works with Oprah is Ava Ava DuVernay. DuVernay. And that is where our self-kids... Our self-care tip is coming from today. She tweeted um, like a picture. She took a picture of a book that she's reading. And I just really liked the passage. So it says, remember, it's called fire. Remember what you must do when they undervalue you, when they think your softness is your weakness, when they treat your kindness like it is their advantage. You awaken every dragon, every wolf, every monster that sleeps inside you and you remind them what hell looks like when it wears the skin of a gentle human. Mm. I think that is very powerful. Um, Oftentimes, we can find ourselves in situations where we let people take advantage of us. And that's basically saying do not let anybody take advantage of you. When they feel like they have gotten over on you, become the beast that you are. I like that. The Beast. Yeah. Y'all know the name that I really, uh, you know, a name that I really, really like? Hmm. Yasir. How do you spell that? Y A S I R. Yasir. Is that somebody's name? On Love Is. Oh, Nasir. Oh, That's Nas. I was like, yeah, I was what? like, what? Who's Nasir? Nas. Oh. <laughs> okay. It was well. just kind of familiar. So yeah, that's what I thought you were talking about. Yeah, but okay. Yasir. Yeah, I just, that was just a random fact. But uh, <laughs> but anyways, all right. So please, y'all, tell me about it. Okay, so I, I like I think I mentioned it last time. I've been like on this like gym workout kick, not really focusing on my goals, just making sure that I work out every every day and hoping that it lands somewhere near sexy. So uh, please, sexy back. Tell me about a time where y'all just like absolutely like you knew that she was just about to pass away. Like he was about to die doing a workout. So last year, I talked about getting a trainer. And so, you know, you think, oh, I'm still young. I'm 29. I could get a trainer. And I'm good. 
And I just wasn't. So <laughs> I'm in that thing working out. He like, all right, we about to do three sets of this rep and blah blah blah. And y'all, I really was about to pass out. <laughs> I just stopped, and he was like, "Yo, you good?" And I said, "No." <laughs> he was like, "What's wrong?" I said, "I'm about to pass out." <laughs> so he was like, "All right, sit down, get some water, but then you'll get back up." Right. And I was like, "Nah." I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm done. Like, I can't do it. So he was like, nah, just get some water, chill for a minute. We're going to get back into it. I'll take it light. So we did that. The next day, I came back and I did the same thing. About to pass out. I told him, I said, I don't know. I think it's something wrong. I need to go to the doctor. <laughs> oh, my God. Because I could not take it. It literally took like. Five workouts for me to stop feeling like I was gonna pass out. Yeah. Cause that's how out of shape I was. Okay. I had worked out in two years trying to get in the gym, act like I'm doing something. <laughs> Wait. No. I think I have I have a similar like a similar story. Sub that I wasn't working out with a trainer. I was working out with my uh one of my good friends, Chris. And me and Chris was in the gym. This is when I first moved to Dallas. Like, we had went drinking the night before. <laughs> Bad idea. And, right. like, Chris is, he's, like, he's a gym head. So, um, he was cool. Or I guess he must, I guess he was fine. I guess he was straight. But, um, anyway, so we in the gym. Like, it's, like, Saturday morning at, like, 10 o'clock. And, you know, we working out. And mind y'all, when I drink, I get, like, the next day, my hangover, like, I'm, like, kind of, like, nauseated. Mm -hmm. And with, like, mm -hmm. me being nauseated, like, my stomach is bloated. Right. So, like, that whole time I was working out, like, I was holding in my stomach because I'm like, nigga, you are not about to have, like, a belly in the gym. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just not about to do that. <laughs> That's the place to have a belly. I know. I know but, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, it's not that I wasn't fit at the time because I was fit. It's just that, like... You know, my stomach was poking out. I don't like that. So I must have held my stomach for at least an hour and 15 minutes. Oh, my God. That hour and 16th minute, <laughs> my body was like, nah, nope. bro. Nah, bro. Y'all, it literally felt like I had an out of body, an out of body experience. <laughs> like everything just shut down. I got dizzy. I got lightheaded. Right. So I went, <laughs> y'all, I went walk to the locker room, and all I had to do was let my stomach out. <laughs> 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 and once I let my stomach out, it's almost as if I felt like the blood flowing <laughs> to my head. But I'm it was done. fucking hilarious, though, just because you wanted to look fine <laughs> so in the terrible. fucking gym. And nobody was probably even well, nobody would have cared. Cared. able nobody to look Nobody would have cared. Because you're getting it together. The, nobody cared. My stomach cared. was bloated as fuck. I held my stomach for at least an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Why was y'all still in there at an hour and 15 minutes? It's a long I, time. But no, it's, actually, it's not. Like, technically, if you really want to get a good workout in an hour and 30 minutes, it's like, I mean, when I do my, like, my regimens, it literally take me especially with cardio as well mm -hmm. it takes me about like an hour and a half to two hours in the gym no lie that's such a big so you have the time that. to get it in you kind of want to maximize that time because every day you can't really devote two hours or hour and a half right. to the gym like that right i mostly do hit stuff i don't it, like it, it be i'm doing hit now and it's working it's working it works yeah. but it sucks it sucks really correct. bad okay so my experience was i when i lived in shreveport <clears throat> 
they had a CrossFit gym at the Y. So it only cost like $12 a month to do CrossFit. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do CrossFit. It's Five dollars. We finding you. Come on, Justin. Right, I got y'all. So, Justin about to get fined. They can't hear that. <laughs> they can't. So, excuse me. One day I went in with like a slight headache, but I was like, I'm gonna be good. Like you know, it was a slight headache. We started doing it. So if you've ever done CrossFit, you know, like it's really intense. So like, <laughs> like really intense. So we started doing something. Y'all, literally, my headache went from, like, really, really tiny to, like, I felt like I was about to, like, pass out, throw up, everything. Uh-uh. I'm talking about, I'm doing, like, I forgot. We were doing we were doing weightlifting that day. So, I was, like, doing my last set, and I just had to walk out. I ain't talked to nobody, nothing. <laughs> I just walked out. I could barely drive home because I couldn't see because my head was hurting Dang. so bad. And I went home and I finally took medicine and it took a really long time for it to go away. But I don't know if it was like a migraine or what, but like I was about to like literally pass out while doing weights. Wow. It was so terrible. And I don't do CrossFit anymore because I mean, I I feel like you have to be, you have to be sit, sit, you have to be fit when you start CrossFit. Like I know people say, say you don't, but like unless you go to a class where everybody's not fit. You start like <laughs> CrossFit is just like not for your average person. I'm sorry, like I'm not a fan of CrossFit. And plus, my friend, he's a chiropractor, and he's like he has a lot of CrossFit patients because the workouts are so intense. Like it's body. just like and they're bad on your body. It's bad. Mm. It's bad on your body. But I mean, for some people, it works. Like it works for them. Like they love it. But I'm just not a CrossFitter. You Damn. get results quickly. It's Do just, you? yeah. I don't know it's about the class I visited. Everybody was thick, just like me. So, but it's just hard. They just knew how to work out. They have CrossFit in my apartments here, but I don't work out with these people. They have free CrossFit here. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! You, you could totally be doing CrossFit. Yeah, you. If yeah. it's free, girl, CrossFit gyms be like one eighty a month. I mean, but it's only like once a month. Oh, wow. so there's oh. no point. Yeah. I'm going to come out here and work out with y'all once a month and then for the rest of the month be sitting on the couch. (laughs) Anyways, we're going to be talking about health and fitness tonight. Yay! First question. I think I'm going to like this episode. You're going to like it too, Cara. In your life, well, let's say your adult life, mine is... The great college years that we all had where everybody was like super fine. Okay. God, yeah. That doesn't count. Okay. What was your most unhealthy eating and fitness point in your life thus far after those glory years? So for me, it was not working out at all. Like me just completely not working out. No gym time. And I was eating like dinner three times a day. If that makes sense. <laughs> so what? my breakfast was and heavy this is like when, dinner. It was like fucking heavy. Like I didn't want breakfast food. I wanted like a meal. Mm. Um, and this is when I was out in the field as a rep. Maybe, maybe like two years in. Um, so I would eat a meal for breakfast, like a big meal. I don't know what it would it would I, I guess an example would probably be a burger. Because Dang. I would get out in the field like nine o'clock mm. and after my first appointment it would be like ten, ten thirty. I would eat a burger, and then I would have to do a lunch with, like, an office or a doctor. So whatever, like, the food snacks they had, I would probably eat 
a little bit of that, plus have dessert, because I like dessert. So I would make <laughs> I sure dessert. that I order like some cheesecake from like Papados or something like that. So I would have me a fucking cheesecake and then have the nerve to go home at the end of the day around like seven, eight o'clock. Like, man, I'm fucking hungry. I need to eat. And I wouldn't cook, but I would definitely order takeout from like Maggiano's, mm. like pasta and stuff like that. Um, and th- the result of that, which I know that's not the question, not within the question, is where I am now. I'm completely overweight and I probably, well, now I'm a little bit better because I've been working out for a month. But prior to, I mean, even now, me working out now, like I, I, I'm losing my breath. Like I'm, it's like I'm learning to work my body. I'm, I'm learning how to like make my body be active at that level all over again Mm -hmm. and it's fucking hard it's like it's not easy but i have to do it because i'm only 33 years old you know i can't be like um short-winded at 33 like i have a whole lot of life to live you know what i'm saying so i'm just trying to take care of that now because it really damaged my body like i just started looking different i like taking pictures i like being seen i like dressing up you know, it just affected all those different areas. Right. So mine is the opposite. I, um, in my late 20s, was able to lose a lot of weight really quickly, but it also wasn't healthy because I would do the Daniel fast, but I just wouldn't eat. Like sometimes I would eat once a day and like a really small meal once a day and I would just starve myself Mm -hmm. for like six weeks or however long we did it for, 90 days or whatever. And I would lose, like, 25 pounds in a 90-day period. But, yeah. Dang. But it's just, it's really unhealthy for just, like, my, I mean, I would be really thin, but I would feel like I'm not really getting the nutrients I need for my body. Like, I wasn't taking vitamins. I wasn't doing all of that stuff. So, now I'm trying to uh, lose weight the healthy way Mm -hmm. and actually, like, eat and work out and, like, just count you know, drink water, all of that type of stuff. But yeah, I used to lose like ungodly amounts of weight really quickly, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like, it wasn't super healthy. So mine kind of is along the lines of that. Um, clearly I don't have too much weight that I could lose or I'd be in rigor mortis, but <laughs> um, there was a point in like, Three years ago now, um, I'd gotten really, really healthy. Like, I was working out. um, I was at a nice size. And then some things happened, and it just took me off, like, my – I didn't have the motivation to work out. And then eating, I would probably eat, like, once a day. And it would be a big meal, but your body doesn't – that's not how you're supposed to – put nutrients in your body. So you lose weight by doing that, right? Because then your body is kind of like feeding off whatever it has left from the meal before, you know, the next day. Mm. So I lost a lot of weight over the last like two and a half years. And it was because I was just being so unhealthy. Like I was not eating the way I should have been. And it wasn't because I was trying, obviously, was not trying to lose weight. Mm -hmm. It was just, that's where I was. Like mentally I was, I didn't have an appetite to eat not for a whole two years but you know like it was it'd be like two months i'm eating bad and then i go on this quick health quick and then i'm having a good meal and then i go back to eating bad again because whatever is going on and then it's like i'm back so i thought 
Then when I had the breakup, I was like, oh, man, I'm about to gain my way back. Nah, shawty. It uh, It don't work like that. Right. Like, I thought I was like, oh, I'm not going to be stressed out no more. I'm about to eat. My way about to come back. And it just does not work like that. You have to be very strategic in the way you eat. Either way, if you're trying to lose or gain. Mm -hmm. And so I'm much better in, you know, the gaining process now. But it, it was really bad like three years ago. It was a horrible eating habit. Um, when did you realize that you needed to make changes for your health and not necessarily just your size? Um, for me, I realized I needed to make change for my health when I went on a trip with some friends. And um, it was a trip where, you know, like, you know, we were out and about sightseeing, like just doing a lot of things. And. I would just be exhausted. Like I needed, you know, at first, I don't know if it's, just, I'm sure it's contributed to my weight, but at first I can just go, 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 go all day. I probably wouldn't be able to go out, but I would at least last all day just hanging out. And for me, like, I just could not, like, I would probably do one or two events and then I'll be out of breath, tired, or even like me just sitting down talking right now. Like, I'm like, it's Windy. wearing me out. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? It would just wear me out. Um, and that's when I realized that um, I was just too overweight and like my stomach was just I like I started having digestive issues, believe it or not. So um, it was just too much of a not a liability, but it was too much of a responsibility that I knew that if I can just, you know, drop the weight, begin to eat healthy, I wouldn't have to worry about that because once again, I'm still young. I still want to travel my bedroom is on the third floor, nigga, I would be like completely out of breath climbing three flights of stairs and right. like in my house. So um, that's when I was like, you know what? This is just too much. Like mm -hmm. that's when I realized like, okay, it's beyond, um, you know, me just accepting how I look as, you know, a larger version of myself. Um, it's like really affecting my day-to-day -day life. Um, so... Mine was, I think we, t I talked about this time before, I don't remember, but um, my ankle started swelling up, like, when I eat stuff that's salty, mm -hmm. and it never did that before, and it still does it now, but I try to be very mindful of it, but that kind of, like, was like, wow, like, this is really affecting my health, like, and I'm, I'm in good health, like, I don't have high blood pressure or, like, high cholesterol or anything like that, I think it's just, I'm very hypersensitive to sodium intake, mm -hmm. but still, it's just one of those things where it's like, that ain't happened to me when I was in college, like, I could eat right. all the freaking steak and shake and, and still be chilling, so. Pour the salt down your mouth. Oh, yeah, salt everything, but right. now I just have to be really mindful of that, um, and also just, I mean, looking at myself in pictures like, dang, I was real skinny. Mm -hmm. um, but it's definitely more so for health reasons. Like, I just want to make sure I don't have any, like, heart problems. I don't have them in my family, but I, I know a lot of them are weight-induced. Plus, I want to have kids one day, and I feel like that all, like, weighs into, like, as a woman, it, it weighs into your vaginal health whenever like has something to do with your weight and how you're eating and you know all of that so um it's it really but it really like kind of like started when my ankles would just be looking like mrs puff from <laughs> um from spongebob 
So I think for me it became uh, extremely important maybe last December when I decided like I needed to make a lifestyle change. But even earlier in my adulthood, when I moved to Atlanta, I was getting like really bad migraine headaches. Mm. And um, my doctor was like, you know, maybe you want to try taking some things out of your diet. So he asked me, like, what do you eat? So he was like, well, you know, try to take pork out in sodas. And I did that. And the, those headaches stopped. Hmm. So I made, like, a conscious decision early on that, like, I need to be conscious about what I eat. Um, just because with genetics, the things that my family has um, experienced in our medical history and then just the way some food was affecting me like there was no reason I should be getting headaches I haven't really eaten pork like that in I don't know years like eight years but in December I went to the doctor and I was just really concerned you know when you turn 30 a lot of things change in your body and I was concerned my doctor wasn't concerned and I was like hey you need to be concerned because I'm concerned. Yeah. And since he just acted like nothing was wrong, I was like, well, I feel like something is wrong. So I decided that I was going to change my diet and, you know, like my fitness. And what was going on stopped. Like it eradicated itself. So I, I think I mentioned this before. Um, but that's when I realized what you put in your body really does affect For sure. everything. Yeah. Your hair, your skin, your organs, everything is affected by what you eat. So now, you know, shoddy, I'm doing a lot better. Um, I don't work out as much as I should. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely necessary for us to be mindful it's necessary for me to be mindful because, I mean, when we think of, like, the top five diseases that causes people to die, it's very prevalent in my family. Mm. Um, and then not only that, I mean, when you consider, like, habits, changing habits, like, you know, when you mention pork, me being from Louisiana, like, pork is, like, steak to our, like, steak to us. Like, we eat pork mm. at least several times throughout the week. I literally just started, um, I really just started like develop, I really just noticed that I don't necessarily have to have meat. Um, and one of my, shout out to this old white couple that, that lived, that used to live next door to me. But um, like one evening, like they were grilling and like I was coming in and they always like talk to me when I come in. They just think that my life is so fabulous or whatever the case may be. <laughs> Um, and they kind of adopted me as their little, um, their son. But anyways, I was talking to them and she was, I was like, well, what are you grilling? I was like, what meat are you grilling? And she was like, um, no, we're just grilling vegetables. We had meat on Monday. So, you know, basically like they ate meat for the, on Monday. We don't need to be eating meat on Wednesday or mm. Tuesday. Mm. And that's when I realized like, you know, I was taught that you have to have a protein and protein meaning like a piece of meat, not protein because you can get protein in beans right so um that's when i realized and this was like at age 32 you know like you don't have to have meat you don't necessarily have to eat because it's dinner you eat whenever you're hungry mm -hmm. so it's just little habits that 
for I know for sure that I need to um, change right now because obviously what I'm doing now is preparing me for my 40s. So when you think of when you think of your career, when you think of like your financial decisions, it's like helping you for your your your, your years of 40 or your years of 30, that next 10 years or whatever that whatever that level is for you. And I'm really focusing on my health because so, I plan to be around a long time. You've basically answered the next question, which is why is your health and fitness important to you? So, Cara, why is it important to you? So, um, I think it's for longevity of life, which we already talked about. And also um, for wanting to have kids. I Also, when I get pregnant, I don't want to like... I feel like a lot of women get pregnant and then like go get all out of like shape. You just be and you can never bounce back. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to be that. Like I want to be this size after I'm pregnant because, mm -hmm. you know, like that's a it's an OK size. But I don't want to be here and then get pregnant and then become like. You know, Mrs. Puff. Like, I keep saying Mrs. Puff, but that's what I feel like. Like, I feel like I look like Mrs. Puff. So, um, and also, I think my, I have struggled with weight and image issues my entire life. My mom struggles with weight and image issues. So does my sister. It just runs prevalent through our family. My grandmother, like, it's literally been, like, passed down. And I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to pass that to my daughters. You know, like, I don't want her to always be like, well, mom, I feel fat right now. Girl, just like you're working out like or just eat or, you know, I don't. And also another part is I don't want to feed my kids all that bull crap that I was fed. Like if we freaking had every little Debbie cake you could ever every freaking make. Why did I have a honey bun every day? Yeah. Or why was I why? eating biscuits and syrup as a snack? Or why did we have so several boxes boxes of cereal that did not do anything but give Nothing. us Nothing. Freaking sugar. Frosted Flakes. Yes. We Cheerios. love a Frosted Flakes. Smacks. Oh my God. Lucky Charms. That's just We didn't sugar. even get, Apple we just had straight up Frosted Flakes. Or y'all, not even this, a Pop-Tart. Yo, a pop oh, freaking Pop-Tart and whole milk. I was drinking whole, right? whole milk. Like, it's just some of that stuff. It's like, I, we did, I barely ate fruit. I mean, if I ate fruit, it was in a, like, pie or, like, something yeah. baked. It wasn't <laughs> just, was banana hey, girl, just get... Yeah, like, I wasn't... We weren't eating like that, so... I just don't want to start those habits because now I have a really, really, really bad sweet tooth to the point Nigga. where I need to, yes, I got to break bro. it because too, like I be good during the week. As soon as the weekend's coming, I go to brunch, I'm ordering French toast and yep. I don't need it. Yeah, you don't need it. <laughs> I don't need it. I did that like freaking Sunday. I went to brunch with this girl from my life group. We had a great time, by the way. And I freaking ordered a French toast sandwich. Why did I get that? Not only was it a sandwich, but then I put syrup on top of it. Like, and it was amazing. Don't Cinnamon get me wrong. Sugar. Shout out to the middle of moth because it was well, so good. But anyway, I, I read something I where it says, bad, yeah. I read something that it says that sugar satisfies the same part of the brain that heroin. Yeah, and crack. And crack. <laughs> which is like it's addicting. And. It's terrible. Like, I don't want to be addicted to sugar like that. But you, when you start somebody as a kid, like, I have been eating honey buns my whole life. <laughs> I'm laughing. Like, I'm not even kidding. But I'm serious. Eating, honey were, buns and Nutter Butters. You were eating honey buns. I was eating zebra cakes. And that's what I'm saying. No, <laughs> like, we, no, no. We had zebra cakes. We had pecan swirls. Yes. 
Literally, I would eat biscuits and syrup as dessert. <laughs> <laughs> biscuits and syrup is good. Biscuits and honey is good. But I see what you're saying. But it's just too much. It's like, too much. Why were we like, and so I say all that to say that it's important to me because I want to break a lot of cycles with, as it relates to weight in general, health in general, the way we eat, um, image issues. And also like whenever I have kids, like I just don't want to blow up and be like Mrs. Puff. Mm -hmm. Cause people be, people be blowing up. They do, and and it be dead. I and I don't for me, I'm oh, sorry. I'm sorry, Michelle. I will say that several reasons why it's important for me, right? But blowing up is one of them. And it's I know dead. Like, oh, you're really small. You're not gonna blow up. You don't really know that because my dad's side of the family are not small people. My mom's small. My brother is small. Her son is small. Her side, yeah, but my daddy people, they ain't really tiny. And I'm telling y'all, I had a cousin. She had one baby. And she blew up. I'm telling you. So my mama always makes this joke. She's like, I mean, you don't really know if you're going to take on my side of the family. You know, when you have a baby. And you really don't. You don't know until you have a kid. So For sure. The flip side of that is that I'm getting older. So by the time I have kids, I'm going to be in an older age. I want to be healthy having kids. A lot of people that I know. They're like on bed rest because they get diabetes while they're pregnant. Mm. Those you know, are like serious complications. That's too. serious. You could yeah. die like in Correct. childbirth. Exactly. So I want to be healthy. But then the other thing for me is just that um, I kind of want to preserve my youth. For sure. And yeah. I think that a lot of the secret to that is what you put in your body and, you know, taking time to work out. So... Working out, eating the right foods, incorporating more vegetables. Like a couple of my friends came by and they grilled bok choy. That is the best vegetable I have ever tasted in my life. <laughs> and I didn't taste it until I was 30. Uh -huh. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I need to be eating more. But like you're talking about your neighbors. Mm -hmm. They're grilling veggies instead of grilling Sausage yeah. on the grill. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, which I took a lot of that out of my diet. I don't eat, I haven't ate pork in a long time. I don't eat beef. Um, I had to put chicken back in my diet. We'll get to that later. But um, yeah, like I, I want to preserve my youth. I want to look like Gabrielle Union. She's freaking almost 50 and she looks really really good yeah she does so and the great part about it is is that a lot of people say oh they are celebrities so they have access and money to do so no i mean yes they are correct it it is but what people fail to realize is that in order for you to like change habits and i don't i don't want to i don't want to say that this works for everyone but if we are millennials and we are if we are intellects we need to understand what nutrition is. Like you have to understand what you're putting in your body, what it will do for your body and what it does to your body. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of that contributes to our lack of wanting to understand what nutrition is all about on top of the learned behaviors, the bad behaviors, the bad habits. Mm -hmm. um, but if you don't know what, pork does to your body or how it breaks down or even eating rice and like um white potatoes how that 
anything white breaks down to sugar or breads break how it breaks down to sugar then you're going to always eat white bread and you're not going to really know and you're going to think that it's cool. Mm -hmm. So I think the next layer is just fully understanding nutrition. And I brought this up because, um, and if it's okay with you, um, I actually ordered this book last month um, and it's called The China Study. I got the book off of Amazon and it's pretty much like, it's, it's the most comprehensive study of nutrition. And I'm so... Say the name of the book again. So it's called The China Study. China. Yeah, The China Study. Why? Is it about China? No, it's just pretty much as a book. It's it's the most comprehensive book, the study on nutrition. So it's basically informing you about different things that you eat, what it does to your body, how it breaks down, how it contributes to weight loss. It's really... you. What I'm doing right now is really understanding nutrition as a whole, right? Why am I so addicted to sugars? Because honestly, I hate when people be like, I hate, not saying that I hate, but it annoys me. Those those individuals who aren't like not bothered by sweets, I'm like, I hate you because I'm addicted to sweets. Like, I have to, I have to have sweets. Sweet. Yeah. I like, like candy, but I don't. Like you don't need it. In yeah. Like, like if I have a very like, I mean, obviously if I have a, like a, a very um, savory meal afterwards, I want something sweet or like, so it's hard for me to like, you know, go away from that. So I ordered that book and I've started reading it and I, let's just say like, I'm learning a lot about food, like so much to the point where it's like, I don't even desire to put certain things in my body. Mm. And of course, I, I'm also working out now, so it's like I don't even want to ruin my workout either. So, right. but I think a lot of what we desire comes from us being knowledgeable on those those things and what we can do um, with food. So that kind of goes into the next question: is what different diets have you tried? So, like you're starting to understand the food, the nutrition, things like that. What are some things y'all have tried, like vegan? Yeah, yeah. I've done Daniel Fast, which is extreme vegan. So vegan plus no sugars and no artificial, um, nothing artificial Mm -hmm. um, and no caffeine either. I've done pescatarian sometimes. Um, I am currently trying keto, which a lot of people have been talking about. So I wanted to see what it's about. Um... For the most part, like I pretty much eat whatever I want. I just do the the like no fried, no processed sugar thing. Mm-hmm. So that's what I try to do. Um, but as far as I've done fad diets, I've also tried um, the military diet, which is a weird combination of random foods over a three-day period. You're supposed to lose 10 pounds. I've never heard of that one. Look it up. It's called the military diet. (laughs) Um, One of the meals is like a cube of cheese, two uh, saltine crackers, and a hot dog. Like, that's how weird it is. Oh, gosh. Wow. And apparently whatever the, like, composition of the food, that mixture of food makes you lose a ton. A ton of weight, but <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> excuse me. I've done that, but yeah, right now I'm doing pseudo keto kind of, but no car, low carb, low um, low carb, no sugar. Right, Jay. Oh yeah, um, I think I think when I tried these diets was not so much to lose weight, but was 
was more so to like get healthier. Um, so I've definitely tried the V. I don't want to say vegan. I'll say pescatarian. Um, I've tried, also tried not eating meats and seafood, but I know I had some vegan in that diet, some type, like somewhere. Um, I've tried the um, low carb diet where it's just like protein and vegetables. Um, I've recently just tried the lemonade diet um, mm. where it was, it's the Kanye pepper water, lemon juice, and kind. Yeah, maple syrup, maple syrup. So those four ingredients. I did that for three days. I literally almost died, but I think it's because, um, uh, I mean, that's the only thing that you drink for three days. Like, And you were working out. And I was working out. So I think with me working out, like I just got myself dehydrated. And I typically get dehydrated easily because when I work out, I oversweat. Like I sweat a lot, mm -hmm. which is a good thing. But um, I did think for me- Did you lose weight on it? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I did. I, I'm sure I lost at least five pounds within those three days. Mm. Um, but it's that's a very extreme, intense diet. But when I when I read on it, it's like that's all the nutri nutrients you need, and you pretty much just drink a gallon of that a day, and you're fine. I did not, I didn't, I wasn't. I would just crave food because of the taste, right? You know what I'm saying. But I wasn't hungry. I was never like hungry. Um, so that kind of worked out for me. I'll probably never do it again only because it's so extreme, especially if I'm working out as, as intense as I'm doing right now. Um, but, um, the next diet, well, the diet that I would like to aspire to live in on a day to day basis on a day to day basis is the alkaline diet. And this just pretty much, you know, like cancer can't grow in an alkaline base body or whatever. And unfortunately, cancer is one of like my biggest fears. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then the diet is just really healthy. It's just pretty much going back. It's like a vegan diet, but more so just plant based, like mm -hmm. plant based stuff. Um, so that's just one diet that I'm trying to aspire to, and this is part of the reason why I got that book from the China study. So, right. Um, so I haven't really done a lot as far as dieting and changing. Or putting a name to whatever I've tried. But um, like I said, I've taken so much out of my diet as far as meat goes. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, I've done the Daniel Fast. But that wasn't more so dieting for me. It was just like connection with God. So I, I don't really take what I was eating as far as like a diet change because I was literally only doing it for those what 28 days and yeah. then I was mm -hmm. done with it um but I've done very high protein um uh, which I'm talking about eating basically a jar of peanut butter a day <laughs> I um, love peanut butter by the way I do too peanut I butter do chocolate too. oh my gosh um and you know these Added um, powdered nutrients, adding those into smoothies. I've done that on several different occasions because for me, it's always been the goal of gaining. Yeah. So I'm, I'm adding all of this protein mm -hmm. into my diet. But and then the other thing is what I took on this year was pescatarian. And that was working very well for me as far as regulating everything else that I wanted it to regulate. However, I was not gaining the way I wanted to gain. Like, hey, I'm in a healthy place. I'm eating 
meals three times a day, I should be able to put on some weight, and I just wasn't. And then another thing is that I noticed is that my hair. So this is what I'm talking about, like what you put in your body affects everything. My hair started to break. And originally I thought it was because I was doing this certain hairstyle. But when I talked to my hairstylist, she was like, no, when you change your diet like that in extreme, your body reacts, your body just might react differently. And she was like, I've had several clients that come in, they have hair breakage because they're doing all these different diets and all that kind of stuff. So I think that really my hair breakage came from that. Mm -hmm. So I added chicken back in my diet, one for the weight gain, but two, because I'm like, you know, fish is cool, but uh, I can add that in periodically and I should Mm -hmm. still be okay. Um, and it is like I eat healthy. Justin came over for lunch and I made a pretty healthy lunch. I still do a lot of green uh, vegetables and I still do fish and seafood for most of my meals. Um, and in the morning, I'm eating a lot of fruits and I try to stay away from a lot of sugar. Uh, but I, I just, I'm not that type of person, anyways. I don't really eat a lot of cookies or whatever. So. That's where I'm at right now. So I'm like pescatarian five days out of the week. Gotcha. And then every day I throw in some chicken. <laughs> fried chicken or no? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we could do fried. Um, I absolutely love fried chicken. Although I don't eat a lot of fried foods. I, I don't either. I love fried chicken. I just like fried chicken with jalapenos. And I'll be honest, I'll probably eat the whole jalapeno before I even touch the chicken. <laughs> I don't know why I like jalapenos like jalapenos that. I love, great. I love jalapenos. jalapenos. Are great, yeah. They're really good. Shout out to Lance. He told us about this jalapenos and popcorn. <laughs> oh my God. And so I don't good. care if y'all think it sounds weird. It's yeah. good. It's really jalapenos good. Jalapenos and popcorn. Yeah, it's it's good. So, last question. What is, and we probably have touched on this, but y'all can go in depth. What is your current health and fitness regimen? And how have your friends and family responded to it? Are they supportive? Are they critical? What does that look like? Um, I have a trainer, and I work out with her three days a week. And my goal is to work out at least five days a week. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing pretty good with that. Um, I drink 100 ounces of water a day. And I eat really well during the week. I'm supposed to only cheat like for like one meal on the weekends, but I... That's why I haven't been able to lose weight because when I cheat, I just it's the I whole day. cheat. Yeah, <laughs> so that's my issue. But yeah, I were I actually I don't I still don't enjoy working out, but I do work out and I feel better afterwards. But I I never am like ooh I want to wake up at six. I'm just so excited to wake up at six and go work out. I'm never <laughs> excited about it, but I do it and I do feel better and I see myself you know getting. Um, more, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, not as winded when I work out. I can actually like get through a workout and like do stuff. So yeah, I um I do work out pretty regularly now. That's awesome. So. Um, I I too have a trainer, <laughs> and we I work out with him four days out of the week, Monday through Thursday, and uh, even when I work out with him, like. I have to do so many miles throughout the week. 
So like this week, I have to do nine miles. So whenever I can get it in, it doesn't matter when. But I try to typically go to the gym and try to like do two miles a day, just so like towards the ev- the weekend, I can only be in the gym for like 15, 20 minutes just to knock out one or two miles. Um, so I work out with him, which is, is extremely intense. Like, I feel like I'm going to die every single day, but I mean, shout out to, um, at Bravo. He is in Dallas. Um, oh, you work out with Bravo fan? Oh my gosh. I love him, man. Like he is the type of trainer who will literally push you, um, teach, teaches you, he will teach you the science and like what you're doing it while, while he's doing it. And you know what else? After every session, he prays with me. He does. That's awesome. And I did not know that, but that first, I mean, like, just me really fully getting back into getting healthy, it's more so on, like, a higher level. It's, like, beyond me just wanting to look good. It's like, no, God, you have me here on earth for a specific specific reason. I need to live that purpose healthy. Mm -hmm. So it's just connected on a very, very deeper level. And whenever I had my first session with him, he was like, all right, let's pray it up. I'm like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Pray it up. So, I mean, that helps as well. So That's awesome. it just helps me like just connect it on a way deeper level. It's like, okay, God, you have me here for a specific reason. I'm gonna have I'm gonna tackle this task. Mm. I was about to say F and task, but I couldn't curse. And talk about exactly Jesus. correct. Yeah. Um, but he knows I curse. Um, in terms of like my meals, obviously I am like he has me on a very strict diet, of course. Um it's just healthy shit. It's good shit, but I mean, it's just healthy food. I can't really. It's, it's not really anything, you know, major other than having a, like a well balanced meal. Um, I'm the type of person where I have to literally put my money where my mouth is in order for me to like get to that next level. So I do a lot of juicing. I do a lot of like. Um, I love Jamba Juice. I love Buddha Juice. Um, shout out to my friend, our friend BT. Um, sometimes I pay her to make me juices, but I try to like have things that are extremely, extremely convenient that I know that can provide and put like a lot of healthy things in my body because um, convenience is what I like look for. Um, and you know, if I don't have that available to me, I'll go to Popeyes and get like a side of green beans and thinking that's healthy when I know damn good and goddamn well that Popeyes have a ton of fat in that fucking green beans. Mm-hmm. But and for pork me, too, and pork too. So I just have to really have certain things accessible to me just out of pure convenience. Um, and in terms of do like my friends and family support me? Um, yeah, they do. I just with this particular journey, I'm just really trying to keep it extremely personal. Yeah, I have shared that, you know, I'm doing this 150-day fast, but I think I'm, I'm sharing this because I want someone to be inspired as well um, to align all of those different aspects within their lives. But um, for me, I'm really just trying to keep it as personal as, personal as I can, um, not only to reach my goals, because I just want to tap into a, um, a different side of me that I've never seen. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm hoping that one that it will happen. Um, and I believe it will. Like, I really do feel that my alignment with Bravo and like just where I am mentally right now and how I'm running out of breath I'm, and all this extra stuff is really going to take me to that next level of where I need to be. I didn't answer the part about the support. Um, I just thought about that. Sorry. Um, so, of course, Ben is like, because we are, live together, we try to work out together, but he's super supportive. Mm-hmm. Um, all the time. My mom, 
I mean, she, we kind of got into it today because she's like, you don't need to be doing that keto thing. You need to just, I feel like when to lose weight, you always got to be hungry. And I was like, I don't think that's right. <laughs> but <Boy>. okay. <laughs> um, but I mean, she's the type of person that back in the day, she would do the unhealthy diets where she would like eat tuna and jello and she would lose like 40 pounds. And it's like, yeah, you can lose a lot of weight, but you're not healthy. Mm-hmm. So um, she's supportive to a certain extent. My sister has actually been super supportive. She started doing CrossFit. She loves CrossFit. But she also just kind of pushes me because we have like bachelorette coming up and wedding coming up. And she's like, girl, you know, you want to have your booty out. So go on and get it together. But um yeah, most of the people around me are pretty supportive. I just got to stop going to brunch. I'm going to just start, like, declining brunch invitations. Yeah. Just watch Power. Tell Instead. them to come over for a Power Play. Yeah. Or and we'll eat it. a salad. <laughs> <laughs> for real. So, um, let's see. Right now is bulk season, right? So... I personally decided that I was going to do what works best for me, Mm -hmm. which I took myself back to, you know, a few years ago where I was, I feel like at my most healthy um, in all aspects. And in order for me to do that, and get to that place, I felt like I needed to gain the weight first. And, you know, talk to a couple of trainers, and they're like, no, you can do it at the same time. And that's what I started doing at the beginning of the year. I'm working out, I'm working with the trainer, but I'm still losing weight. And it didn't, for me, it was just like, it doesn't make sense. Um, And I know that that's what they do. However, I'm a firm believer, is, you know, therapist and a clinician that you are the expert in your life Mm -hmm. so I had to do what worked for me so right now I'm not working out (laughs) at all um it's bulk season I'm eating right I'm making sure that I'm getting the nutrients that I need I eat the snacks that I'm supposed to eat and then once I hit this weight goal I will get back in the gym and I'm going to work out and do the workouts that I feel like were successful for me back then. I'll start doing that again. I was working out twice a day, three times a week. Um, and then I would walk periodically. So once I get to that goal weight, which I'm just a few pounds away from, I'll get back to the mm-hmm. working out. Um, and I think it's important for people to understand that you do have to work, you know, do what works for you. Because a lot of times mm-hmm. we listen, like we hear people, oh, well, you know, I did this and blah, 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 and it worked for them. And it's like, oh, okay, I'm going to try that. And then it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just had to get to the point where it's like, Michelle, do what worked for you before. Yeah. Get back to that. But my family and my friends, like they're super supportive. Um, the trainer that I will be working with, we talk all the time, so he knows what I'm eating. He knows, you know, what I'm doing. And he's the one that called it bulk season, so he was like, you ain't bulk season, so that's what I keep saying. Um, really funny, though, 
when I decided that I was going to do the pescatarian diet, I was talking to my uncle. They were talking about the family reunion next year. And I was like, well, all y'all ever have is like chicken and beef and pork. Like what I'm going to eat. And he was like, what you mean? You What you going to eat? You going to eat what everybody else eat? And I was like, nah, I don't eat that. I only eat seafood. And he was like, ah, don't come over here with that. I only eat seafood shit. That's <laughs> <laughs> a family thing. <laughs> So I was like, Unk, you're not going to put my fish on the grill? Like, if I bring the fish, he was like, you better bring your own goddamn fish. And I was like, damn. But, I mean, he he understood where I was coming from, though. Like, I mean, mm. he was being funny. But everybody has been like, okay, you know. Um, I've been to some family and friend's house, and they, like, always have an option for me because they know um, I wasn't eating meat. At all, it was only seafood. So now that I eat chicken, a couple of them are like, are you eating chicken today? Or do I got to go buy some shrimp? <laughs> so I think it's really cool that, you know, everybody's like, we support you and what you're doing. Um, but I think it's important for us to have this conversation because I think as millennials, we definitely talk about health but i don't know if everybody is really about it you know what i'm saying like a lot of people talk about it but are you really being healthy mm. so thought it was a good idea to talk about this just so we could be honest with our listeners and our little struggles or whatever yeah the struggle is real but this particular struggle has a ton of purpose like i mean it it's almost as if we have no choice. I mentioned earlier yeah. what we're doing right now is preparing. We're preparing ourselves for our, you know, the next, next level. the next level. And that's like 40, you know, yeah. oh, um, and what that looks like. You know what I'm saying? So when you reference, <laughs> when you reference the Gabrielle unions, the Smiths, I mean, these people have been extremely intentional on staying relevant within their careers, but also looking relevant. And I think it that the same applies for your average Joe or your average Jan. Um, Absolutely. I don't know about you guys and your family, but like there are people in my family that struggle with health issues mm -hmm. and they have yet to be able to change their eating habits around. Which... Because they've been doing it for, for so, so long. long. Mm -hmm. So like you said, we're preparing for the next 10 years, Car, You mentioned earlier, like your family when you have kids. That's what we're really working towards is breaking habits. Yeah. yeah. Um, it you, takes 30 days to pick up, make something a new habit. So mm -hmm. if we start now, by the time we're 40, we'll be... A one sauce. And then not only that, like you literally have a small window. <laughs> Don't put A1 sauce on the steak <laughs> You literally have a small window, right? Because I mean, luckily we I would say that this is probably the one time where we are all emotionally um aligned with ourselves. No one is distracting us in that particular way. Mm -hmm. I would say that for all of us, life is, is is really positive. Right. And the reason why I say we have this small window of like just getting it right, because we don't know what is going to be our next trial. We don't know what is going to be the next challenge. So Absolutely. if we are creating these habits now and really just being intentional about it, we won't be weary or weak whenever those times come when other things are going to be, you know, affecting us that may affect us because we know it's, it's going to happen or it may happen again. Absolutely. Um, but I just do, I do want to recommend that everyone, I know this is a vegan page on Instagram, but 
this page really inspired me to really have fun with my meals. And the Instagram page is best of vegan, B-E-S-T of vegan, V-E-G-A-N. And I really like this um, this page that I follow. Um, yes, it is a lot of vegan dishes, but I mean, it just really shows you how to be extremely creative with food. And it obviously is more of a healthier approach. Um, but I would really encourage everyone to really change those those bad habits. Like work on it now because the others they get it. They do. I mean. They're not they're not struggling in the the fitness and and I wouldn't say all of them but for the the most of them I would say the majority of them they don't struggle with eating habits and working out and that's a lot of the others yeah like they don't have a lot of the medical issues that we do yeah as African Americans for sure I agree. Yeah, and I think I messed up Bravo's Instagram. It's sh.bravo on Instagram Why for my SH? trainer. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> he actually is really good. I started going to him, but I couldn't afford him at the time. Yeah. I guess I can afford him now, but I couldn't whenever I went. And he was, he'd be taxing. But, yeah. I mean, it's worth it, it's, obviously. I mean, it's fully worth it. I'm a, just saying at the time, I couldn't afford it. So I, I'll like, say this much. I've worked out with, like, two other trainers um, from, like, a, like, how much he charged com- compared to others. I think any trainer is taxing on anyone. Like, any trainer is just going to be extremely expensive. But he wasn't that far off from others. But I can say the money that I pay is well worth it. That's what I said. He's like, fully worth it. No, I agree. Let me He's tell you, the 60 it. minutes that I'm with this 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 dude, listen. Get I'm, it in. Ugh. I mean, I'm lifting weights that I've never lifted in my whole life, like the size of weights that I've never lifted in my whole life. Um, but it's, it's just worth it. Okay. I like this episode. It's a good one. So how do y'all feel about your Fat Fit Fun Box? Listen, I took a look at that box, which I gave my box to my sister, and she absolutely loves it. My sister is a young, vibrant, young millennial. She's, what, 24 years old. And she fully loved it. I mean, she loved everything from the little spa mask um, to the bath bombs. Um, She liked the clutch, the same clutch that you liked. Um, And she's really looking forward to getting more boxes. Because it comes with so much. Listen, them bath bombs, though, like, I'm not even kidding. Like, I just took a bath (laughs) this weekend with them bath bombs, and it was everything. Yeah. But also, the makeup palette is bomb. Like, I be using the little highlighter kit. It's actually, literally, the Fat Foot Fun Box is the bomb. It is absolutely bomb. And everything that we got in our box was, like, full-size product. Mm -hmm. For sure. Nothing that we got was, like, a sample. Everything was, like, full. And I love the mug. I've been using the mug, too. Yeah, the mug was pretty dope. I forgot about that. And another thing I like, I like that is very, it's quality products. It's products that are valued at. Yeah, so, like, no, totally. The box has a total value of, like, $300 to almost $400 with all of the products that are in there. So, it's perfect. So, do the customer pay $350? No, absolutely not. Um, The first box is going to be... $39.99 $39.99 with the promo code LOV3. And every box after that is $49.99. So because they're gonna use our code, they get the first box with $10 off. And then for the rest of the year, it's 
which they, is amazing. And they get it every season, right? Every season. So That's right dope. now we're in the summer. The summer box is here. Um, it's a seasonal subscription box for women to discover new products for a life well lived. And if you sign up for Fat Fit Fun today, you get to get your summer box started and it is in limited supply. These boxes always sell out. Use our code LOV3 to get $10 off your first box. Go to fatfitfun.com to sign up and start getting the box for a life well lived. Use promo code LOV3 to get $10 off your first box. That's over $200 for your $39.99 only. Go to fabfitfun.com and use our code LOV3 to get $10 off your first FabFitFun box. All right, y'all. Go get your box. You'll love it. Um, Millennial moment time. So Trudy is back, y'all. Didn't we talk about Trudy last week? Not last week. We talked about Trudy two weeks ago. All okay, right. Well, Trudy she was responded. the one that lost the boyfriend, and then the other one was trying to give her ultimatum about talking to the boyfriend friend. Yeah, so she wanted wait, to wait, give wait. us a little bit of clarification. Wait, what did she do again? Her boyfriend passed away, Oh. and now okay. she's talking to a new dude, but he didn't want her to talk to oh, the, the boyfriend's the family. Members, family. The family members, right. okay. So she said, it's Trudy again. <laughs> Just a little clarity. In 2014, I lost my great-grandmother in September, my boyfriend in November, and my big brother in December. I went to grief counseling in August 2015 because by then I couldn't push through that emotionally. I'm good on that aspect now. Praise ye the Lord. Praise be, girl. Praise be. Nobody has family beef. As far as the dead boyfriend's family, that sounds so terrible. I do still keep in touch with them, but I'm not hanging out with them 24-7. If they have something where friends hang out, I sometimes go. I check on his parents because they are older and have illnesses, and he was his dad's only child. I just got a video call during his brother's birthday cookout. I was invited, and I went. If I'm in a relationship with a person, ultimatums are to be discussed simply because he must feel strongly to communicate something so definite to me. I don't do well when they don't make sense. We've known each other for maybe four months. I just feel like this is early in the game. You have no right, role, or position to give me an ultimatum, which is why I had to, I had no problem being like, okay, nigga, bye. Okay, I'm done. So apparently he doesn't know this family. So obviously there's a little insecurity with this, this new yeah. guy. Um yeah. I'm 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 with her. Like, I mean, four months in, like you should not be telling me what I should not be doing. Um so Well, maybe not an ultimatum. Maybe there should have been a conversation had like, why are you still talking to them? What is your relationship like? I don't like? think that's any of his business four months in. Like I don't think you need to be asking me those types of questions. I think you need to be like not, I don't think you need to ask me, like, why am I hanging around? Well, but with, I feel like, not in, like, a way like that. Not in, like, a why you hanging with them, but just, like, oh, like, this is your, like, just getting more information. I don't see anything wrong with, like, asking for more info. Not in a, like, condescending or, mm -hmm. like, why are you doing this way? But just in, like, a, hey, like, what's the deal with this? I would, I would probably ask some questions. I mean, maybe, and, and I would be able to evaluate whether or not I wanted to deal with it or not as the four-monther. Like, if she said, yeah, it's my ex-boyfriend family and I still hang out with them, I could make the decision then to be like, I'm not feeling this. Uh, I don't see anything wrong well, with asking I just, the questions. I mean, I don't think it's wrong with asking the question. It's just like, you only, you've only known me for four months. You ha it seems like you, like, I guess when you go there, it makes it seem as if, like, you have a problem with it. Mm -hmm. And then my next question would be, like, why do you have a problem with it? 
Like, and then I would be thinking, well, shit, what type of problems will we have in the future? Like, if you have a problem with a deceased man and me having Dylan's or who me having a relationship with mm-hmm. some of his family, like, uh, that's why I'm like, you know, and, and I think that's just with anything, like, any, like, I think with emotional maturity, like, what happens is, is that you're able to, like, literally pick and choose, like, what is necessary, like, what is a priority or what is important. And I don't necessarily feel that he has that. I don't think he has the emotional maturity. And maybe he do, but that's just something that I wouldn't ask. Me, I wouldn't ask. That's just me. But I would ask it. But, I mean, just so I can make the decision of whether or not I want to deal with you further. Because I feel like once you get to the six-month mark, it's like a, like a it's almost like a, are we going to be together or not? And I feel like before that, you should be able to ask some questions. I don't know. I mean. Um, so I just want to say, Trudy, you know, my heart goes out to you. I know you said that you went to counseling and all of that. But, geez, when Carl was reading that, all the people that she lost in that short amount of time, Lord have mercy. Um, when it comes to the fella, you know, asking about it. I think that it's fair to ask as many questions as you need to ask to determine whether or not you want to talk to that person. I'm serious because I think that if you don't ask the questions, people will make decisions for you because they don't tell you everything. So, like, you're not giving me the opportunity to decide if I want to talk to you, if I want to get to know you anymore because... You're not giving me that information. And if I don't ask the questions and you're not just going to voluntarily, you know, give the information, then I might get into something six months, eight months, a year down the line that I wasn't willing to be in. I'm for the questions. I just don't. I feel that there are other things that they can be talking about right now than this. I don't think they need to be invasive, but that's all I'm saying. I don't think they should. Yeah, yeah. But I think it is very important early to ask as many questions as you need to to make sure that you are comfortable with spending time with this person because I don't believe in wasting your time. I'm with you on that. I completely agree with you on that. I just don't know, knowing her reasons why she's hanging around with those families, what, you know, that family is going to give him that much. Well, it's out for me, period. Like, I, don't, I, I do not want to what is out for be you? with someone that is still talking to their ex's family. Really? Huh. Like and so I would need to know why you're talking to them. Okay. And then sense. maybe that's when he finds out like you know the person passed away. And then that for me would be a determining factor. Okay, well this person is not in the picture, so then I can make the decision if I want to continue to talk. But like talking to ex's family, like I don't really understand why you need to have a relationship. I'm not talking about in her case. I'm just saying like period. The whole yeah. ex thing for me it's like why do y'all need a relationship cuz here we got 
a car bin. Yeah. About to get married in January 2019 because she was talking to her ex the whole time. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Stuff like that. I need to know ahead of time. Now, I'm not relating that specifically to her case because this man is um, not living, but just period. I think it's important to ask questions and yeah, know. But, and I think it's just a difference in person because I wouldn't... I'm not saying I wouldn't care, but that would... For me, it would not be something that I would be like focused on. I would certainly not give you an ultimatum. Um, but I also, I, I guess I would just understand, you know, like when we talk about grieving, when we talk about like, you know, just closing chapters, like I think respectfully, if everything is like light and good, then I think she needs to close the chapter whenever she is ready to close the chapter. I don't think. It's right for him to. Like, I feel like it's none of his business. I honestly, I really, I mean, at this point, four months in, that's none of his business. Like, I don't, I don't feel like she owes him an explanation. Um, I don't feel that it needs to be discussed. However, if I'm pretty sure if he if he wanted to talk about it, that's fine. But he would have to tread lightly because. Yes, this is an ex, but this is also a loss. Like, I lost someone, regardless of who it is. I was connected to them in a very emotional way. So, for me, because I know that it would be, like, a sensitive topic for that person, or, you know, I just wouldn't... Four months in, me, Justin, I wouldn't even... I probably wouldn't even, like... I wouldn't bring it up. Yeah, I'm probably one month in. I need to know if you're still talking to. Cause I just, I mean, but I'm gonna ask questions. Just, just where I think we all ask questions. We all do. But I don't think that, like you said, giving an ultimatum. That's not your place. Like no. you're not my man, so you can't give me an ultimatum. However, you can make the decision for yourself. But I don't think that she's also hiding it. Like if she was hiding it from it. Then it would be an issue, but she's not hiding it so from him. So if she isn't hiding, why can't he ask questions? He can ask questions, but if I'm not hiding it from you, like what is it that you need to know in order to make yourself to feel secured? Like that's my thing. Like by me telling you this information, how will this make you secure in our relationships? Because apparently you have a problem with this, and you're not even looking at it beyond. So asking questions. You're not even looking at it beyond. Yourself, you're looking at it because you are uncomfortable, not but necessarily looking at it in a way that. Comfortable. No. Or are you, or do you? I don't. I don't. I don't think you're not. I don't think it's because you're not comfortable. I or think you're you're you you're trying to gain. So correct. asking questions means you're he not gave her secure. an ultimatum, and but I think not, because I'm of that. But that that's anymore. what I'm talking about. I'm talking about because he gave her an ultimatum. He's insecure about something. I'm talking about the conversation y'all two were just having. You said he doesn't need to be asking questions, and what I'm saying I don't, is that I when say you I meet act, people, mm-hmm. asking questions does that mean you're insecure? No, not at or all. Does it just means that you want to know? Answers? You want to know? Yeah, that's what you ask questions to get information for sure. But he was in. I feel that there's a level of insecurity within him for giving her an ultimatum. I don't think him asking questions is, you know, he's insecure within that. I certainly don't think so. So, what's the alternative? Him just bowing out and just saying, I'm not feeling it. And, you know, I don't like the fact that you hang out with your ex. So, I'm just going to end it. Here's the thing if you leave, if you are, if you're bowing out because of that, then you're definitely not the person that I need to be with. 
For sure. I mean. But that's for both of them, though. Listen, we gonna <laughs> we gonna have. I mean, I don't know. Once again, I I just feel that you know I think just millennials. Period. And I don't even know if this guy's a millennial or not. I just feel that we are extremely selfish in a lot of ways, especially when it comes to relationships. And for every for like rightfully so, but I think that there are times where we feel that we should expect or we should get certain things. And honestly, the time is not the right timing. And four months to me is just not the right time. And for you to be trying to gain clarity on why I'm doing that or giving me an ultimatum on why I'm doing this and not even considering the fact that this is a fucking loss. Like this is a loss. Not saying that I'm like, I can't move forward in my life, but I also have built lasting relation. Well, what can, what probably is a lasting relationship with people, and I feel that if you're mature and if you're emotionally mature, then you can at least have an idea of that's what it is. Now, of course, when when if if you begin to see that, let's say she's going to functions, she's going to their functions over your functions, and she's not supporting you, then okay, that's a problem. But if I have built a relationship, regardless of who it is, and this relationships provide satisfaction for me, why is it a problem for you if it's not affecting you? But what if, what if him having this conversation with her early would like prevent the eight months down the line, and you're going to mm. their events over mine? Like he would have, he would have understood what her connection with this family was early on and could have made a decision versus waiting to have the conversation later? Um, I think, once again, it's just like picking and choosing your battles. Um, I personally, because I'm a little, like, I don't know what to do when people experience a loss. I don't know what to say. Like, for me, it's just like an awkward, really, really awkward situation for me. So I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't, bring it up unless I feel that it is affecting her in a negative way, but I wouldn't even align myself in that equation, if that makes sense. Like, mm -hmm. because it has nothing to do with me, I just wouldn't deal with it. I mean, I mean, not saying I wouldn't deal with it. I just wouldn't even bring it up. But had I, if I felt that it was affecting her in a negative way, like these people were like taking her last money or they was getting her to like bring them places, you know, when it's just not benefiting her in a good way, then I would bring it up like, hey, like, can can we just analyze the dynamics of these relationships? But if it's not doing neither of the two and it's providing like joy and like laughter, like this could be a part of her closure. We don't know that. But because I'm bringing this conversation to you, you know, and it's just like, I'm just trying to understand what it is. And I'm also giving you an ultimatum. It's just like, I see why she feels the way she feels. Okay. Why are you looking at me like that? I don't know. <laughs> oh, uh, is it time mm -hmm. for the word of the day? I keep changing the word of the day today. No way. I've changed it like three times because I had one word and the definition, like it sounded funny, like it's a funny word, but the definition just wasn't giving me that oomph. Anyway, if you want the word of the day, send us $5 to the cash app at Money Sign. Millie Love, that's L O V 3. Word of the day is bum fuzzle. I thought you were about to say bum. The listen. Bumfuzzle is a verb. It means to confuse, 
perplex, or fluster. Justin, please use <laughs> bum fuzzle in a sentence. To confuse, perplex, or fluster. Oh, I was bum fuzzled when... Brandy decided to bring up oh shit <laughs> when she is walking into legendary lane. Legendary lane? Legendary status. Oh, cool. <laughs> okay. Um y'all's current president <laughs> is bum fuzzled. On a daily basis. What the bum fuzzle is Justin doing with his stomach right now? <laughs> it's about to be gone. Say goodbye. Goodbye. I don't want to talk to it. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, bye. Bye, y'all. <laughs>